Hello, welcome to the podcast by Ijoma. Glad to have your audience. This is Ijoma Okori, and you are welcome today. We have a beautiful topic, um, a ray of hope, a ray of hope, and it is just to encourage you and tell you that there is hope. I know that um, there are different situations that can make you lose hope, that can try to make you lose hope. Let me use the word try to. But in all, I just want to tell you that you shouldn't lose hope. Whatever it is you're hoping for, whatever it is you're trying to have faith for to happen, do not lose hope. There is hope. I pray this message blesses you, precious Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your awesome presence in our lives continuously every single day. We thank you for your sweet love, your mercies, your provision. We ask that as we listen to your word, that your word speaks to our hearts and that we do not just live here and not practice what we have learned, but we eventually put into practice what we have heard and then we become wise as you have described in the Bible in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. La, 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 la. Okay. <laughs> so, a ray of hope. And this message came to me while I was struggling with something. I was trying to have peace. But the devil, the devil is a thief. He comes to steal your peace. He comes to steal your joy. He comes to steal your peace and joy. And steal that hope that you have in Jesus. But sisters and brothers, fight. I say fight so that that hope will not be stolen. That that peace you have will not be stolen. Just because speaking in um, John 16 verse 24, he said... He said, whatever you ask in my name, he said, he said, he said, no, he said, ask in my name that, that your joy will be full. Do you understand? Like God gives us complete joy, full joy. So the devil knows that once you go to the altar of prayer to ask in the name of Jesus, he said that your joy will be full. So he comes to steal that hope you have to even pray at all. Cause sometimes the Bible says when you, um, um, when it says when you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, you believe in your heart, you believe in your heart. So first you believe in your heart, then you confess with your mouth. So if you just pray without believing in your heart, it won't actually work. So you have to believe in your heart and then confess in your mouth. And so the devil tries to shake that faith you have and that hope you have in your heart. Because he knows that when he shifts it in your heart, even though you speak it in your mouth, as long as you don't believe it in your heart, it won't work. Do you understand? So he's trying to steal that belief, steal that faith, steal that hope he's a thief he comes to steal to steal to steal to steal to kill to kill those dreams to kill those hopes to kill those passions to destroy but somebody tell me say god has won the victory jesus christ said he said look i have overcome the world he says this world you will have trials you will have tribulations so when you're experiencing trials when you're experiencing tribulations just know that you should have peace don't allow the devil to steal your peace don't allow the devil to steal your joy don't allow the devil to steal your hope and steal your faith he says listen rejoice he says because i have overcome the world somebody say god thank you i have overcome the world and he says look as long as i've overcome the world and you are in my name you are in me you are an overcomer you are a joint heir if 
you know if you are an heir of the kingdom of god and god is the owner of the world there is nothing and god is saying i have overcome i have overcome then you too you are an overcomer praise the lord so let's let's read the bible text i like i said this this message came to me when i was at that point of being down and being you know thinking god you know my faith was shaky and then i understood the promises of god and then i knew that the devil fights so that you can lose hope so you can lose hope and when i realized that the devil was trying to make me lose hope and lose faith i said no i went back to prayer and then i got my got my faith up i got you know i got pumped up in the spirit i began to understand that you know why am i even down why is my soul downcast like the psalmist will say why is my soul that said i will put my hope in god my salvation why because it's only god that can save me and so if i'm going to just stay and be sad nothing's going to come out of that so nothing's going to come out of that so what the best thing to do would be is would be to have faith in that moment and you can only have faith when you build your faith so we're going to learn how to build our faith i hope i'm really taking it slow i'm going to try to take it step by step but so let's read this bible verse um this is a bible text that is very long but it taught me a lesson or it taught me lessons um that is in genesis chapter genesis chapter 39 from 39 so basically the story of joseph but before we talk about the story of joseph you know i just want to tell you one thing joseph was in a place or was at a place where he was really down and no 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 he was in a place where he may have you know been down or let's just say he was at a place where ordinarily the world would see you know see him and think that he would be down the world would think that this person this is what's happened to you so it looks like people are even feeling sorry for you that why is it happening to you but i'm sure you know that joseph was not down because he had faith you know he knew you know that this is the god of his father this is the god of isaac this is the god of abraham his grandfather god had walked with his father and god had given him a promise you know god had given me a promise earlier on when he was 17 years old that he was going to rule over his brothers that he was you know when he had those dreams remember joseph's dreams and so he knew so i knew that you know joseph was holding on to the promise so you know even though the world would may see that ah these people this this girl this boy these these things should ordinarily shake you you're not being shaken you're not being moved why the bible says that those that you know um, um says it says that those that trust in god shall be like mount zion that cannot be moved so it doesn't even matter what's coming your way it doesn't matter what you're facing now. it doesn't matter what tribulations or trials you're facing now as long as you trust in god you're going to be like a mount zion that cannot be moved now the point the point is how do you trust in god because the Bible says, just I know you will trust him. So how do you even trust in it? How do you trust him? Because it's only, it's only when you trust in God that it can work for you. Crying does not move God. Faith moves God. Praise the Lord. Faith moves God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 6, that without faith it's impossible to please God. So if you want to even move things, you have to have faith. Do you understand? You have to have faith. But then in Joseph's situation, when he was, you know, he was in a place of, um, where people would ordinarily think that he would move or he would shake or he would be down or he would be depressed. He I, I, I believe that he he just had faith. He was holding on to hope and the promise. And faith is just really hope. Hebrews eleven one says that um faith is 
substance of things hoped for and so faith is that hope but then how do you build because like i said it is very easy for you to get swayed or get carried away or get depressed or get down or get sad when you are facing tribulation when you're facing trials because you've not built your faith praise the lord you can only enjoy faith when you are building it so you don't stay on faith a of faith you build your faith so how do you build your faith how do you trust god you build your faith by knowledge you build your faith by getting knowledge like i said the, the the those that know those that know you will trust in you so joseph knew god hallelujah he knew god and how did he know god god had walked with his father god had been revealing himself to him from when he was a little boy you know when he God has been revealing himself to him from when he was a little boy, from when he was he was living with his brothers. When he was living with his brothers, he had been getting a revelation of who God was from those times. Praise the Lord. And so God had been revealing himself to him already. So he knew God. So you can only trust when you know. Okay. Let's take this for example before I even go on. I want to talk about intimacy. So if if you want to trust God, you have to be intimate. You have to be friends with God. You know, you can... Abraham was God's friend. That was why it was easy for him to trust God. Why? He knew God. God had revealed himself to him in past times. He had trusted him in the past. He had come through for him. The God was still keeping his promise. The same God was still his friend. You know, he was God's friend He because he trusted God. There's some things, there's some friends that you know that this person will surely come through for me. Because, you know, because this person, I know this person. I've worked with this person before. I have seen what this person can do. So from a place of experience, from a place of knowledge, I'm telling you i know this person can do this stuff because i have worked with this person i know this person so trust comes from a place of knowledge and so david i mean joseph was holding on to a promise he was holding on to a hope because of the because of the knowledge of god he had because god had revealed himself to him and so god gave me a promise and normally god what does god god does is that when in our time of waiting in our time of you know um that that period between when we pray and before we get the miracle that period of waiting god gives us a promise god sends you a word so what you do is to hold on to that word and like you know in 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 the bible there was a place where the disciples came to jesus and they asked him they asked him and they said you know master increase our faith i think jesus was talking to them and just was this was luke luke 17 verse 5 so this was telling them um, just was telling them that um, they should forgive, you know, that even if they, um, even if the person offend, even if offenses come, they should forgive. And, and they were asking God, how can we do these things? You know, there are so many things that I know. And then, you know, how do we do them? Increase our faith. And God is saying, no, you know, he says, if you have a little faith, if you have a faith as small as a mustard seed and you tell this mountain to move, it will move. What I got from that text was that, you know. They were telling God, God, increase our faith. Lord, look, look, I want to trust you. I'm in this stage of my life where I have, I really need to trust you. But I don't know how to because, you know, I need to increase my faith. A lot of people pray, Lord, increase my faith. And God is saying, look, I've given to you a measure of faith. Bible says to everyone, a measure of faith is given. Instead of saying increase my faith, you use the faith I've given you. So by the time you've used the faith, the little mustard seed faith you have, tomorrow, if you use that little faith you have today to trust God, tomorrow, because you have trusted God, 
God and God comes through for you, your faith will be increased. Your faith in God and your hope and your trust in God will increase as a result of the fact that yesterday I trusted him for this little thing. He did it. And so today, I believe the God that did yesterday's own will do today's own. Do you understand? So the point, the, the, the whole, the whole, the whole, um, the whole message is that you can only progress. You can only you know, trust God when you have knowledge, when you know God and you know God by having a relationship with him. So you're in your, in the course of your Christian walk, in the course of your Christian walk, you would have had experiences of God coming through for you. And at that time, when you are trusting God for something and it feels like it's not coming physically, you look back at the promises that God had made to you in the past and that God had fulfilled to you. You look at the fact that you are alive life that you've been protected you count your blessings praise the lord and as you're counting your blessings you are building your faith that's why before we ask god in the place of prayer we do thanksgiving because thanksgiving will make you to reflect on the things that god had done for you and as you're reflecting you are understanding that this god has done things for me and definitely he has he has he has done these things for me in the past today will not be an exception this case will not be an exception and then you Build your faith automatically. And, and they are telling God, God, increase our faith. We want to have more faith. And God is saying, use your faith. As you are using your faith, it will be increased. I don't know if somebody's getting this. As you are using your faith, the faith you use today, the faith you use tomorrow, it will increase. So Joseph was in the prison, holding on to the promise of God. I know that God has promised you. And God has promised you beautiful things, but you've not seen it coming. Or maybe you've not physically seen it. Hold on to the promise of God. Use that little faith you have. The Bible says to everyone a measure of faith is given. Paul was saying, says, the life I live now is I live by the faith of the Son of God. So God gave you his faith. <laughs> Do you understand what this means? It says to each a measure of faith is given. You are using God's faith. So don't think that little faith that you are using that God gave to you cannot work this miracle. No, use it. Employ it. And as you use the little faith, your faith gets stronger. You build your faith. You build your faith. Now, Joseph, at that point where he was, he was holding on to the promise of God that God has shown him in the past. Oh, and at the end of the day, when God came through for him, when his breakthrough happened, if you read through the story of Joseph going to Genesis from 39 down to 50, you'd see that when he met his brothers later on, he told them, he said, look, don't be angry that you did this because it was all God's plan for me to help these people in time of need. You know what happened to Joseph? He was he was the one who was eventually keeping the food for the time of famine and he was second in command in Egypt after the king. Now he was telling them, look, don't be angry that you sold me to the Egyptians. Don't be angry that this happened because God, it was all God's plan for me to help these people. Now what had kept him going was the promise, was the promise, was the faith, was the, I know this God, this God worked with my grandfather, this God worked with my father, this God has revealed himself to me. I hold on to the promise, I hold on to the faith. And so even if this is happening to me right now, and even if I can't see clearly the breakthrough right now, and physically people are looking like it's looking like i'm not going to make it through this stage or this and that is happening but i know this god this god doesn't lie this god will come through for me and hold on to that faith and that faith eventually is what will grant you your victory
is there something you're believing God for? I've come to tell you that do a righteous man fall seven times, he will rise again. Because, like I said in my text, Joseph had so many trials. Joseph was so, he was sold. Imagine being rejected by your own siblings and then going down and thinking, oh, all the working men for me. And then Potiphar's wife own came and then they took him to prison and he was in prison. And then he interpreted him like, oh, you know, he, oh, my breakfast come. And then something in the house happened. They forget him. But what was keeping him going through that stage was hope, faith, trust in God. And so I'm telling you today, even if it doesn't seem like even if it doesn't look like, it doesn't physically look like that this breakthrough is coming, hold on to the faith. Don't let the devil steal that faith. <laughs> Once devil can attack that faith, he's attacking your victory. He knows that he cannot move you once you have faith. Because a man with faith, the Bible says, nothing shall be impossible. And Jesus said, even if a mountain, a mountain can literally move for you. I'm telling you, sisters and brothers, you can move and shift things in your generation. You can move and shift things in your world. If you only hold on to that faith. And how do you hold on to the faith? By constant communication with the owner of the faith, with the author of the faith by constant communication in the place of studying the word by downloading by downloading the word downloading the knowledge of god builds your faith revelation of the knowledge of god builds your faith as well as you're building your faith in the word you're building your faith in prayer and prayer is like the machinery the tool that brings the word to life that breaks the world to life. So you are building your faith in the word. You are building your faith in the truth. And then Joseph, at that point of building the faith, he was still serving. What kept him, you know, there was that he was serving. So be serving God. Find something to do for God. Look for how you win souls for Christ. Look for how you impact life. Look for how you establish the kingdom of God in the environment which you are. So as you are waiting for your breakthrough, keep serving. Keep praying for souls. Keep impacting lives. Keep doing what God has called you to do and then trust me you will see that breakthrough that breakthrough will comfort for you in the name of jesus joseph was there interpreting dreams joseph was there serving using his gifts don't keep up your gifts stored up or buried in some place just because you're waiting for a breakthrough you have not seen why not just use the gifts god has given you keep serving keep serving keep having that faith keep hoping on god and god will come through for you because guess what god is not a liar that he should lie neither is he's not a man that he should lie he's not a man that he should lie father we thank you for your word you have sent forth today we ask precious holy spirit that this word builds faith in our lives we ask that after you have told us to use the mustard seed faith you said use the faith i give you this little faith if you have such a little faith it can move mountains we believe that this faith we have because you told us again that a measure of faith has been given to us and we're living the life of the faith of the son of god the faith that god has given to us and so we ask that even as we use this faith today that the victory that we desire comes for us in Jesus precious name we pray if you know a believer please these principles cannot apply to you never until you know that Jesus is the only way to God to uh, to act to access God's promises you cannot and you will not be able to access these promises please give your life to Christ today and the Lord will bless you in Jesus name amen thank you for listening I remain your host Ijama Ukure see you next podcast bye bye Bye.